Let's go. Escobar on the beat. King Legend Talks. Fire Radio. 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 King Legend Talks. Man, it's an honor to have you here on King Legend Talks, man. I just want to start off by saying I appreciate your time. It's a pleasure, man. Thank you for having me. Ain't no problem, man. You've been working on so much stuff, man. It's like, where do we start? You over there grinding hard, man. Different levels. You tap into different levels. Absolutely. You ain't playing no games. You're grinding all 2020, man. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's that energy we like to have, man. So let's go ahead and talk about how you uh, been making it through the pandemic? How the family doing? Everybody good? Uh, man, I actually ended up catching COVID, I think, in uh, June. Mm-hmm. Died. Man. Yeah. I probably was the only person, me and my cousin <laughs> were the only person out of, out of my family that actually caught COVID. You know what I'm saying? But um, otherwise than that, gotcha, gotcha. I feel like COVID is a time that really, like, tested your hustle. If you Facts. Were, was getting it during the pandemic. Big facts. I mean, you ain't the only one in that situation, bro. You ain't yeah. gonna know this, but I caught COVID myself. Oh uh, shit! Uh, and I was on a ventilator for twelve days. So, so yeah. On the ventilator? Huh? You actually was on the ventilator? Yeah, for twelve days. What was that like? They they was trying to count me out, bro. Oh shit! Yeah, but I'm still here though. Hey, we blessed, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, we here for a reason. So, so you can relate. Like COVID, different, man. Different. different, you know. Um, some people they really ain't really know anybody personally that had it. They might know of somebody, but tell them, man, it's different when you've been through it. Uh, it's definitely different. You know what I'm saying? And it changes your whole perspective because, you know, sometimes we run around and we think we're invincible. Yeah, ice throws a curveball at you that you can't control. That's out of your control. Come on, man, preach. Yeah, right. Like, that real quick. Yeah, it changed your whole life around, man. Like. You know, uh, COVID for me ended up giving me nerve damage. I, I was a photographer doing my thing, bro. You know what I'm saying? I just made a post today about uh, uh, getting through that whole situation and still grinding and staying positive through everything, man. You know what I mean? Uh, so, bro, you know it's crazy. I've been, I've been, uh, I've been ripping and running ever since, and like I haven't really taken the time to stop and really like pay attention to see. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, but you say you had some nerve damage. Yeah, man. Like, 
it was a lot to process to say the least, but you know, we warriors. We're gonna get through everything. Facts. 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 So um speaking of that man being warriors and all, tell me what it was like for you to grow up in like, you know, Kingston, Jamaica, man. Where you from? Oh man, um I feel like it was a oxymoron almost, because it's like to me, Jamaica is the most beautiful place on the planet. Yeah. Um, you know, I, 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 I'm so proud of my culture. I'm so proud of where I'm from. You know, it made me who I am. Uh, you, you know, any anyone, people from around the world come come to our country and they fall in love. You know what I'm saying? We're such a small island, but we got such a big impact on the culture in general. It's and real beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. The culture, the people, it's amazing. So I feel like to throw it off is just like, Everything has a price. So being that it's so beautiful and amazing is just like, it's very dangerous. Yeah, it's like a diamond. <laughs> yeah, like I understand. Going, going to El Dorado and looking at the city of gold, but then you got to go over the fucking alligator pits and the, the, the spike. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, facts. I mean, like, you know, that's the cause of anything great. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like, you got to really work hard. It ain't for everybody. So grow, growing up in that environment, um, the one thing I could say that, you know what I'm saying, like when I moved to America, I noticed a difference. It's like when you're in Jamaica, it's always like a constant, uh, you're always on alert because anything could happen at any time. Yeah. And and uh, I feel, you know, like when you're in America, it's a little bit more laid back. You know, you, you got cameras everywhere. You know, you got gated communities. You feel a little more safe. You just feel a little bit more relaxed. Like in, in Jamaica, you have to be on edge. You have to be on point. You have to be watching your surroundings. And I'm pretty sure it's like that, you know what I'm saying, in certain neighborhoods in America. But that's, yeah. that's where I come from. That's facts, man. So um, moving on to America, when, when did you first get over here, man? Like when that happened? Uh, in 2005. Oh, okay, okay. You speak like extremely good English too, man. Uh, like, you know what, man? I, I learned my... I learned my American from rap music, from hip-hop. Word. So, you know, since I was a little kid, I've been listening to rap music and, and watching American movies, and I've been emulating that accent. And now okay. my own imitation blend of what I think is an American accent, you know what I'm saying? But you come to my crib and you come around me and my homies and shit, it's like a whole different lingo. Yeah, you speak better English than some people I know that's been born and raised out here. Hey, shit, man. You know what I'm saying? real. Your boy, some movies and shit. Facts, facts. So, um, let's talk about the album. You know, the, the correct me if I'm wrong. The menu, Yamuziki. That's the best way I can pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> what I like, that's, say, man, is hey, you make your own pronunciation. If that's how you feel it, it yeah, that's how it sounded. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's more about less about the pronunciation and more about the feeling of it. You know what I'm saying? I teamed up with my team, the president, uh, Beat Bopper, Bentley Music, and uh. Without an international album, is a lot of, you know, major artists on the project as well as independent artists. And, you know, we just wanted to come with that vibe. Like, everybody's coming out with projects and music, but nobody's really doing compilations. So I feel like that's where we got the market corner. Yeah, y'all definitely delivered, man. I mean, that thing is the number one new release on Amazon Music right now. Absolutely. And, and the, uh, the collabs were, like, out of this world. Bananas. Bananas. For now, real. I haven't checked it out, y'all. Make sure y'all go check that project out. We number one on Amazon. We running up the charts. How you say it? Um, Minyaga. See, look, why you gonna do me like that? Why you gonna do me like that? All right. <laughs> I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try and say it one more time. Minyangu, uh, Yamuziki. I said it wrong again, but hey, I got the Yamuziki part. 
Yep, that's what's yep. the part. I got that part down. All right. People be on the spot like that, y'all. That's all it was. All right, that's cool. Hey, one up, one up. You got me. <laughs> Hey, so um, let's talk about another one of the dopest things I've seen about the album. It's like, you know, the album sales are, um, is, is being contributed to the fatherless children in Jamaica. Let's talk about that. How do you feel about that whole process? And what does it feel like to be part of that? I feel as if, like, that's, my, that's, that's one of my main motivational purposes in life. That's my main drive. Like, when I started this music shit, uh, my sole purpose was to pretty much, like, prove not not necessarily prove but yeah prove that someone that comes from where i come from can really do this shit and at the mm -hmm. same time, wanted to show other kids that come from my neighborhood my my country my culture not even just from jamaica anyone anyone in the caribbean anywhere in a, uh anyone from a third world country if you're from africa if you're from india bangladesh wherever like you could really chase your dream and accomplish that and you don't have to necessarily be american to be a rapper or you don't necessarily have to you know what i'm saying speak english me growing up, you know, I grew up off of like maybe the third generation of hip hop, 90s, early 2000s. And like being a kid from where I'm from in the inner city, we would look, you know, look on TV and see the big rap stars, there's 50 Cents and Snoop Dogs. And, you know, like in where we were from, it was kind of like almost uh, laughed at to dream big. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We either going to end up dead. I wouldn't even say, like, in America, they say dead or in jail. Like, most times, we wouldn't even make it to jail or make it to prison. You know what I'm saying? You're going to end up either, like, fucked up or either dead or part of you from my curses. But, uh, yeah, like, when you dream, when you dreamt big, especially, you know, coming from where I came from, it, it, it wasn't something that people took seriously. People would laugh at you and say, oh, you never, you know what I'm saying? So that was my main motivational factor, really, to just get out here and, like, no matter what. I didn't know where I was going to start and how I was going to do it. But I knew yeah. I could do it, and I just work hard and put the grind down. And you know, I'm here as a, as a living testament to show other people that you know, regardless of your circumstances or what you have facing, you could really accomplish your dream. And it doesn't have to be just rap or music. It could Absolutely. be acting. It could be medicine. It could be engineering. It's just like never stop. Like always work hard. Stay on your grind. Yeah, man. So like, how does it feel? Like, what were some of the things that was going through your mind when I know? from the environment you was raised up in, it had to been moments where you felt like, man, I don't even know if I should be doing this or not, or, or maybe I should focus on something else. When you ever had those kind of feelings or emotions, what did you tell yourself to keep moving forward? Uh, that's a whole, I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try to keep it, uh, cause that'll take a whole hour, but I feel I like every, every artist, that's a constant battle. That's a constant battle that you go through. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a constant mental struggle because to yourself, you're your harshest critic. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody knows your full potential except you. So we might see so-and-so, you know, there might be people looking at this interview right now that look up to me and think, oh, wow, this guy is doing this and he's on a certain level. But, you know what I'm saying, there's always another level. Yeah. There's always going to be somebody doing it better than you and somebody doing worse. So Absolutely. mentally, it's always a struggle. You know what I'm saying? So I've... Many, many parts of my career, you know what I'm saying, I felt like I wanted to give up. I still struggle with, with that at times. And um, there's even things that I'm going through now as a result of, of that. You know what I'm saying? There was a point in my life where I felt like, man, I'm going to put this music shit to the side and I'm going to go full-fledged in the streets. Mm -hmm. And I start catching cases and start having to deal with that, start having to go do deal with jail time and facing sent life sentences and all type of shit. And um, really, like, my message is 
I don't want the kids to make the same mistakes that someone like me made or, you know what I'm saying, other people that they look up to made. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Never, never get sidetracked from your dream or your hustle because, trust me, the grass ain't greener. Man, that, I, I hope people was really listening to that, bro, because that you just dropped some jewels right there. Like, that's no joke. Everything you said is so real, and it's relatable to a lot of people, especially ones that's tied up in the streets, man. And um, they're going back and forth between the streets and making this music. Music is therapy for a lot of people. Um, and for you, how did music serve as therapy for you? Uh, I feel like growing up, I was very intelligent very expressive but my expression was never really it took me a while to be able to like speak and express because i remember when i first came to america i couldn't even really put five sentences together you know what i'm saying i would have and i'll just be quiet you know what i'm saying Man. but i didn't really know how to articulate myself as, as, as well as they did you know what i'm saying I, I had to learn over a period of time and i came with age of maturity but always i remember always being able to express myself through art whether mm -hmm. visual art or whether it was writing, you know, whether it's right, you know, we wrote, I wrote stories, I wrote poems, and then that eventually led to me, you know, starting to work on music. So yeah. I, what I always knew is like, yo, this this thing, music, is like, this is how I express myself. This is who I really am, you know what I'm saying? And if anyone wants to know who Third World Dawn is, they could go listen to my music and they could, they could see who I really am. Man, and, and speaking of Third World Dawn, where did the name come from? Let's talk about that. Where did you come up with the name Third World Done? Uh, I wouldn't say I came up with it. I would say it just, you know, it was given. You know, Word. I go by a couple other different names when I first started doing music. And um, I think, like, maybe, like, seven, eight years into music, I end up doing a, a project, which would be my first project as Third World Dawn, which you could go stream that right now. It's on Spotify, iTunes. It's a classic project. It's going to go down in, in the history books. It is self-titled. It's called Third World Dawn. You know what I'm wow. saying? Where Smash Records like Ray Charles come from. You know what I'm saying? That was my first blessing to the world right there. So when I did that project, I ended up, you know, signing to a major label and ended up re-releasing that. And uh, we was in a meeting one day and, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just like, no, oh, it's Third World Dawn. <laughs> I feel you, and then we can't mention. I'm sorry, we can't mention you, and, and not talk about going platinum, man. You know what I'm saying? And the UK with number one, like that had to been a crazy emotion, like a crazy feeling. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. The craziest thing is, uh, it's 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 learning from that experience. I see how the world works. I see how the universe works. You know what I'm saying? Your your success is not gonna come how you want it or when you expect it. Mm -hmm. when you're ready for it so i did so much things you know what i'm saying me and my homies me and my crew did so much things up until that point you know what i'm saying to get to that point but when we got there we didn't even realize like we were right there yeah and when it happened i realized like why we went through all the shit we did why we did all the shows that we did why we you know went on all the tours that we did why we was on the train tracks selling cds why we was doing this why we was you know what i'm saying because it all culminated in that moment it all makes sense. Yeah. You know, it's hard to really see the full picture when you just a dot on it. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's that, hard to... That's part of the mental struggle. Yeah. Like, if you're an ant, the grass look real tall. You yeah. feel me? But when, like us, we look down at the grass and we cut it with no problems. So it's all that, about perception. That's too, is like humility. Like, when you, when you detach yourself from ego, 
and you have humility, then it's not it's not a difficult journey. Yeah. Because first of all, you serve a bigger purpose. You know what I'm saying? You you are within the world. You are not the world. Yeah. So then you understand your role and you can take what, what's coming at you. You know what For I'm saying? Sure. For sure. So um moving back to the Miyangu Yamuziki album. <laughs> Let's talk about some of the features that you work with on that um the album right now. Like for example, you work with Gucci, man. Like, like, uh, how was that collab? Gucci. What was that energy like? Uh man, uh, Gucci is a legend, man. He's a, he's a legend. He's a gatekeeper. He's somebody that always believes in new talent. He's always on the scene first. He's always trying to put dudes on. And uh, I have nothing but respect for him. Uh, right. You know, that's something in the works. We got, we got some big shit coming, uh, video coming. You know what I'm saying? We got the whole machine get, gearing up to, to to push that record. So if y'all haven't checked that out, y'all go go check that out on the project, Third World Dawn, Jump Out the Gym featuring Gucci Man. Shout out to the whole 10, 7, uh, 10 17 squad. Shout out to the whole 8. Word. I, I got to say this right now, y'all. If y'all listening to this man right up here talking, one of the first things I noticed is how humble he is. He is not out here boasting. He ain't doing none of the extra making none of that noise. He is really being mad, humble on everything I didn't talk to him about so far. And I think that's an important trait in any artist upcoming or any artist that's solidified in the industry that made it. You know what I'm saying? Because some people are always looking up to you as an influence. You know what I'm saying? So if I was a young artist and I wanted to accomplish some of the milestones you've reached in your career so far, what would be one of the things that you would tell me you know, as far as guidance when it comes to approaching the music industry? Uh, I would say that, uh, well, first of all, you know, you know, people from, people like, like where I come from, you know, coming from a third world country, we come from nothing. So I feel like that gives us the edge. You know, when you yeah. have nothing, you, you, you're, you're set to gain everything. You look at the world differently. But my advice to somebody up and coming, like I said, stay humble. Uh, don't take no fun. Believe in yourself. Believe believe in your, like, everyone has a voice. You know what I'm saying? You, you want to call it God. You want to call it your conscience. You know, we all have a knowing. And we all have knowledge of self. Whether it's now, later down the line, when you discover yourself, you have a knowledge of self. So if you got to, you know what I'm saying? There, there's going to be a time in your life where you got to dig deep as a person and figure out, like, okay, I want to be a carpenter. I've been working at this for five, six years. You know what I'm saying? I'm the rawest nigga in my neighborhood. I'm, I get busy. You know what I'm saying? I'm building Noah's Ark. And you're going to have people that are going to tell you that, nah, you don't have what it takes. So you got to know within yourself. You got to be real with yourself. And you got to know within yourself, like, yo, these people saying all this shit, but I know, you know what I'm saying? I know I got it. Yeah. Yeah, people often project their own insecurities. Oh, that's facts right there. People going to try to get in your way. People going to try to hold you back. So if you know within yourself, because there's times too, there's things in my life that I tried that I knew, yo, this ain't for me. And I fell back. You know what I'm saying? Well, you got to have that knowing. You got to be real with yourself and have that knowing. But when you know, you just got to stick to your guns. You got to follow your instinct. What was one of the toughest lessons you had to learn, like, since being in the industry as a whole? Uh, I would say one of the toughest uh, lessons I had to learn is not to take things personal. Yeah, that's that's hard. There, there's there's the art of music, and then there's the music industry. 
and the music industry is just strictly business. So you Big can't fact. the art with the business. You know what I'm saying? It's dope when artists are able to balance the art with the business, but this is a business. You know what I'm saying? So if you step into a room and this situation is not the fit for you or this person don't fuck with your shit, you can't ever take it personal. It's just business. You got to just keep pushing. You know what I'm saying? Because eventually, once you, once you raise your stock, then they're going to double back. Now you charge them double. Facts. They're going to miss it on the first go, but yeah. that's their loss. Yeah. So I would say, you know what I'm saying, that was one of the hardest lessons not to take it personally. Man, that's that's real, man. Um, so let's, let's talk about success. Yeah. What is uh, success to you? Success to me is inner happiness, fulfillment, and uh, just being able to inspire others. And I say inspiring others in a positive way. Cause yeah. I, I could I could go inspire you to go rob the bank. Facts. Oh, you're going to end up at. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a lot of that going on, but you know what I'm talking about. That's yeah. real. Right. So um, I guess my next question would be for you is, um, as far as being successful and things of that nature, how long would you say you've been investing in yourself to be here? You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people, they miss out on the fact of being taking yourself serious. If you want other people to invest in you, you got to start with self first. You know what I'm saying? You got to build your own brand and things of that nature. So for you, you know, that might just be something as simple as uh, just getting your charisma on point. You know what I'm saying? So for you, how long would you honestly say you've really been grinding hard to really invest in yourself and your craft? I would say since I've probably been 12 years old. 12 years old. But 12 years old. I knew what who I was and what I wanted to be, and it seemed yeah. seemed crazy as hell to me as a little kid. I'm like, and like that's it seemed crazy, but I knew. Yeah, that's when and I first rhymed. That's when I started. Like you know, what I'm saying that's when it all like since 12, I started you know working on my raps and working on music until you know I started figuring out how to record. And then it, it took me a while to build up my confidence to where I could show it to other people. Then I started involving other people. Then I started battling people at my school. Then I started, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was a gradual progression. It was a long, long journey. But yeah. I would say since then. And the reason I ask that is because so many people there can look at somebody and be like, oh, they're overnight success. Yeah. And you're like, look, man, I've been grinding since I was 12. Don't get it twisted. You heard me? Like, this is something that has been in the works for a very long time and I'm finally reaping the benefits of it. You know, this ain't something that just happened. If you were to ask someone that knew me since I was maybe like 14, they would tell you that I'm the same nigga and I'm literally doing the same shit. But just every time it's just... Elevating. I was recording my little mixtapes, you know what I'm saying, investing in my little CDs. And this is the first time I'm actually saying this on an interview, but I remember being 14, recording my mixtape. Yeah, recording my recording my mixtape. I would uh, record my tracks, then I would go take the bus to like uh, somewhere called Halfway Tree or Crossroads. Mm -hmm. This is this is when computers just came out for the first couple of years. So this is like computers just been out for like four or five years. You know what I'm saying? I finally get myself a computer. I don't even have internet at this time. So I done recorded my little mixtape, and now I'm going to the spot. So now I got enough bread. I done saved up my lunch money 
So now I'm buying, yo, I'm gonna buy 100 CDs. You know what I'm saying? So I bought 100 CDs, slide back to the crib. Then I done, I done invested, I done bought myself a little burner. Cause back then burners didn't come with computers. So yeah. I shoved the burner into the computer and now I done sat there and designed my little covers, a hundred covers. And then now I done burnt my little mixtape on the, on the CDs and wrote, you know what I'm saying? The name of the mixtape. So now I'm at school the next day with a hundred CDs. You know what I'm saying? Yo, $50, whatever it was that I was selling it at the time. You know what I'm saying? By the end of the day, that 100 CDs would have been gone. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm going back, reading up. And I've been doing that since 14. Man, you know, and that's a big difference between a lot of new artists upcoming nowadays. They don't know nothing about that struggle. You know, now now, now they just yeah. putting it on Spotify and it's reaching people for them. Um, how would you say that benefited you as, like, your work ethic goes with your music? Uh, like, the new the new uh, streaming and all that? Yeah. Uh, I would say that I would say that it, it it put it put the game on steroids, because now I don't have to do that. I could do the I could do the song, I could do the project, and then I could just go upload it to uh, whatever you know what I'm saying or the distribution platform, and I could blast it out to you know my followers or whatever the case may be, and then you know what I'm saying it just makes the process so much more simpler to get it in, in into into the hands of uh, who wants to hear it. Facts. But that experience you had and you went through, a lot of people are missing out on that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because you're, you're in a position where you, you got the best of both worlds because you remember what it was like to actually walk up to people and try to push your music. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people kind of just putting it on Instagram and hoping they can get the shares and stuff like that, but they don't have to make that, that actual contact with an individual and be like, yo, this is my song. Check it out, man. All I want you to do is listen. You know what I'm saying? Still feel like I still feel like it's the same thing because even though you put your shit on online, it's just there. You get what I'm saying? You still gotta do that legwork. Yeah, you still gotta put that legwork in. You gotta put that connection out there. I understand that. I feel you, man. So, uh, what you working on now? As far as like in the next five years, where do you see yourself? Uh, what I see is my team and I see the work that we're putting in and I see the potential of what we're doing and I just want to live up to that. That's kind of what I see. I don't really have an expectation of where I see myself. You know, I know I put the work in, you know, I, I produce, I engineer my own music. I direct my own videos. I write my own treatments. I do uh, movies. I direct videos for other people. I write for other people. You know what I'm saying? I do it all really. So putting in the work. So, you know, when you see, when you sow the seeds, you know, you're going to be fruitful. So I don't really too focus on, you know what I'm saying, the outcome of it. I just put the work in. Absolutely. And uh, one of the things I always ask people on this show, because I'm big on legacy, you know, when people mention third world dying, what's one of the things you want them to, to uh, remember about you? Uh, I want them to remember the, in, the impact that I had on the game. You know what I'm saying? As... As I'm as I'm getting deeper and deeper into it, I see, you know what I'm saying? I see the impact that I have, you know what I'm saying? I see the impact not only on, like, other artists that came after me that, you know, are doing the same thing or similar, but I see, you know, how, how my style and my presence has impacted the game, whether whether it's on a mainstream platform or whether it's, you know, or not. Like, I, you know, I, I pride on myself on being unique, 
And I feel like there's no one, no one on this planet that could do what I do, humbly. And uh, absolutely to build on that. And uh, you know, it, that'll speak for itself. Man, I just gotta say, this conversation with you has been dope, bro. Like, um, you, your energy, your vibe, and the thing that just shine the most on you is your humbleness, man. Thank you, mad, you, you mad humble, you know, and I, and I keep saying that throughout the interview because a lot of people got to understand, yo, sometimes when people reach certain levels, they get the, their egos get so big, they completely forget that person they was when they was at their own hometown, when they grew up, where they was raised. And um, a lot of times it's not on purpose, you know, a lot of times the shiny lights and the fancy cars can do that to you. But being able to remain humble throughout that whole process it's how you don't lose yourself. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Keep that knowledge yourself because if you allow material or uh, circumstances to, to give you a false confidence, you know what I'm saying, it's always going to lead to destruction. You know? Yeah. Like, I'm the same man on and off the camera. I'm the same man with or without the jewels, with or without the cars. I done slept on the floor. I done slept in the king size. You know what I'm saying? I done walked on, took the bus, and I done whipped the race. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't, like life is life is in ups and downs. Everybody gonna go through their ups and downs. So, you know, and I I pride myself in being uh, pretty much like a universal soldier. Like we gonna we gonna go to war regardless of the, the, uh, the circumstances, regardless of whether it's raining or storming or sunny. You know what I'm saying? We gonna go out there and we gonna make it happen. The Trench God album is coming very soon. We just putting the final touches on it. This will be my third solo effort. It's gonna be a monumental album. It's going to show growth, you know, especially for the people that's been rocking with me since day one. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be a treat. This is my most personal album. I didn't do this one to get a commercials hit or a single. I didn't do this for the club. I did this. This is the most real, <clears throat> realest project that I think, you know, not the real, I would say one of the most realest project as a fan of music that an artist has done. I feel like I really tapped into a place that, uh, you know, not many artists can find and really put my life on the track. So anyone that knows me from day one and anyone that's been following from day one, this will be a real treat for y'all. So y'all look out for that and y'all tap in. And I also want to uh, send a special shout out to my team. I got to shout out everybody before we even get into play music. Of course, of course. So shout out to Bentley Records. Shout out to Bebopper. Shout out to the president. Shout out to Dre Knight. Shout out to Big Mon. Shout out Ken Jones. Me and Ken Jones got something crazy coming. On the way, we just shot the video yesterday, uh, Slip and Slide. And uh, shout out to the whole Third World Gang movement. And shout out to everybody that's been rocking with us since day one. Stay with us. We got something special coming for y'all, man. We ain't going to let y'all down. Straight up. And real quick, where, when can they expect your new album, your new project? I'm going to just drop it on. I just, I'm going to just drop it on them. Okay, okay. On them. I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to get got you. any dates. You know what I'm saying? Just look out. When it's coming, it's coming. When it's here, it's here. How in, other, in other words, stay tuned, y'all, because it's coming, though. Might be dropping tonight. It might be dropping tomorrow. Who the fuck knows? I like that. You never know, man. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and play. I'm not going to play the whole song. I'm going to play a quick snippet of it real quick. Just let's get this money. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you then already put all your shout-outs right there, being mad humble like you do, man. So let's go ahead and get right to it. But Yeah, I, I couldn't do this by myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm only here because of the people that's behind me, the people that stand in the, in the battle with me. You know what I'm saying? I got a strong team, and I'm trying to make sure we take it to the championship. Absolutely. Hey, I already know y'all going to love this track right here, because I've heard it a thousand times. This is dope. Um, but I want y'all that's in here to participate. 
Go ahead, drop some fire in the chat if you love it. You know what I'm saying? Because I already know you're going to love it. It's simple. Just like that. Yo, Don, what's cracking? Yo, this is Michael Hudgens, a.k.a. Let's Get This Money. Yo, just had to come on here and give you some love and also show my homeboy, King Legend, you know, some love on the hottest podcast on iHeartRadio. Um, yo, like I told my homeboy, King Legend, and I'm going to tell the world, yo, I feel like I got the hottest artists out there. And, uh, yo, me and uh, the president is 100% behind you, yo. So looking forward to our next album, Trench Guy. And uh, it's all in the up and up. So, yo, stay up, stay blessed, 100. That was a little surprise for you right there, man. So shout out. Papa, shout out to Gem Factory. Shout out to, like, all the whole gang. Like, we coming in this. We got, we got our foot on their neck. That's how we coming all year. Absolutely. This call, Jump Off the Gym, featuring Gucci, man. Let's get it. Full of bad bitches, y'all niggas and G's. My enemies be on my dick, they look like groupies to me. My bad, that's your girlfriend, then why she leaving with me? We ain't dated, but a week, but still she gave me a key. I see your homeboy, bitch, your man, a grandmother three. I told him, count them bands up, I gotta sell me a key. And even though you see me on TV, jam of the week, I got the stupidest rich game a nigga ever to see. I got the kangaroo money, bout to jump out my I count a hundred thousand dollars, I was just in my teens wow. NBA money, nigga, this just one of my rings You say your nigga getting money, that ain't no money to me I got the kangaroo money, bout to jump out my chain I count a hundred thousand dollars, I was just in my teens wow. NBA money, nigga, this just one of my rings You say your nigga getting money, that ain't no money to me Track, jumping out of the gym like a ring marked up Smoking on weed like Snoop Shipping on lean like soup Got bricks, I'ma need like two Whipping the puck out the fiends like Woo! Dope so pure, make it sneeze like Woo! Shorty for the team like Swoosh Man, I had the green like she slapped too For the credit, I just need my due Never ever wanna be like you Fucking your bitch, all up inside of your crib Might as well leave my shoe Ready, set, that's gang time Jumped over niggas like hang time Okay, don't go back account Niggas trash, I'ma take them out I got the kangaroo money About to jump out my chain I count a hundred thousand dollars I was just in my What's up? Y'all go stream that. That's not on right now. Amazon, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever Ooh. music on. You can find that shit on the iPad, the, the Snapchat, the TikTok. Let's get it, man. The vibes is crazy, man. Look, man, I just want to say I appreciate you so much for coming through, man. It's been a dope interview. Y'all make sure y'all tap in on iHeartRadio app. This interview is definitely going to be up there shortly, man. Anything you want to leave the people with? Make sure y'all look out for Trench God. Y'all tap in, y'all stay tuned. Y'all add me on Instagram, Starward Dawn. And uh, y'all just stay safe, stay humble, stay positive. You know what I'm saying? Stay motivated, keep grinding, because every dog got his day, even the underdogs. Absolutely, man. Good vibes. I appreciate you again, my brother. Hey, thank you for having me. Not a problem. Hey everybody, it's your boy King Legend 757. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to this interview. If you're interested in hearing more interviews or conversations just like this, do me a favor, follow the podcast on iHeartRadio or any other platform you may be listening in on. Also, 
do us another favor and go ahead and tap in on Instagram and hit King Legend 757 in your search bar so that way you can catch these interviews while we do them live with a live audience being you. So I appreciate you again for tapping into the interview and may God bless you and have a great 2021.